Welcome back to another episode on the Grow Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. And here on the Grow Through It podcast, I share my life experiences and the stories of others as we are growing through life's ups and downs and coming out on the other side. Tune in as you may become inspired to evolve into the next best version of yourself. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on the Growth Through It podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Austin McDonald. And today I want to talk about living life on your own terms. I just had a beautiful, beautiful conversation with a former business mastermind sister of mine. She and I were in a business mastermind together last year, and we reconnected recently and then had a conversation on Zoom today and she was really just noticing how I am in this space of unapologetically living life on my own terms. And rather than going and doing a live stream (laughs) about this, I figured I'd come here and I'd connect with you all. I haven't connected with you all this month and I have been so many things, so many things, you guys, happening in my world that has caused me to really have to pick and choose where I was spending my time. And a lot of that largely due to getting sick recently. I got really, really sick. And in fact, it took me out for two weeks. And so that kind of created some delays with creating content for you all and connecting with you all here. And I did the live stream challenge um, over on Facebook, which has ended. And so I had a lot of things going on. But all in all, I wanted to come here and connect with you all for this conversation about living life on your own terms, because I felt like it has been a while since I've connected with you all. And, you know, I just wanted to come here and share it here. And so she and I were just having a conversation about life, about business and in the entrepreneurial space and business spaces that I've been in over the last, gosh, few years, I guess you can say, there seems to have been this silent message of get there quick and get there fast in terms of results, the amount of money, the amount of impact, the amount of influence, the amount of visibility, all the things as it relates to building a profitable, successful business. And I was sharing with my former mastermind sister that I finally got to a place in my journey where I really have learned to release all of this hustle, grind, you got to get there ASAP, You got to get to the bag. You got to get the results. You got to do all these things. You got to have these high numbers in a crazy, crazy, crazy short amount of time. Because for one, it's not realistic for longevity and well-being. And I am really, really, really big on fulfillment. One of my mantras in life, if you will, is no parts of myself being left behind on this journey called life and being fulfilled is my baseline. 
meaning like that is the minimum. It's no longer the ceiling. It's no longer the the roof. It's actually the floor I'm standing on is fulfillment. I'm standing on being fulfilled as a woman, as a human being, first and foremost, because wherever I go, there I am. And for me, fulfillment looks like different things, right? For those of you who have ever worked with me privately before, you know, and for those of you who have taken my return to her program, which will be coming back out again here soon, you know that I like to do the will of life and assess different categories in our life, right? Like looking at our relationships, looking at our lifestyle, looking at our environment, looking at our well-being, looking at our finances, looking at all of these different categories that holistically create a fulfilled life. And I am so big on fulfillment, you guys. Like it's it 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 it's no joke. <laughs> like for me living life on your own terms in my in my own personal definitions and understandings is being a fulfilled woman. And there's something about fulfillment that is, it's almost like getting to this unapologetic, non-negotiable space within yourself where if it costs me my peace, if it costs me things that I care about, if it costs me things that are just my non-negotiables, you know, I'm, I'm just absolutely unapologetically unwilling to make those types of sacrifices. And me and my former mastermind sister were having this conversation today. She was like, wow, like you are really stepping into this. I don't have to sacrifice everything to be successful. And I was like, absolutely. I said, I think that's an old paradigm and an old narrative that we've been fed throughout our our years on this planet of you've got to basically give up every and anything just to quote unquote make it to the top and say that you've made it and you're successful and I said that's just not a narrative that I am willing to buy into I feel like I have a beautiful life okay is my life perfect no do I have everything that I want and desire not yet Do I desire to have more experiences? Absolutely. However, I am grateful for what I have built thus far, right? I have amazing, amazing support. I have incredible tools. I have uh, the mister. I have my sisterhoods and friendships. I have communities. I I have hobbies. I have things that I enjoy doing. Like I, I, I love my life and it feels good to say that. Because for a long time, I was trying to figure my life out. And so to be at a place where I can say, I love my life as I am on the journey in pursuit of still creating more of what would feel good for me and feel like it would contribute to my fulfillment and feel like it would add to my alignment. It it feels good to be in that space. And so living life on my own terms is really just about defining who I am, what do I desire, and taking aligned action to create that and doing it in divine timing. And so I'm not in this rat race of 
you know, keeping up with the Joneses and I got to have this and I got to do that. And, you know, you guys, it's so exhausting. I'll keep it real with y'all. I've had moments in my life where I've been there. You know, I think many of us have where we see things and especially when it comes to understanding marketing and advertising. And and as I have done deeper studies into marketing and advertising, because, you know, I'm a business owner, I'm learning it because I need to learn it, right? I'm having a deeper understanding of the programming and conditioning that is involved in getting us into materialism, right? And so I, I would say I've never been a very materialistic person person, but there have been times where I was chasing certain outcomes or results because I was seeing that and seeing that repetitiously was causing me to have this mindset of, I need to have that to feel worthy or to feel valuable or to be accepted or to fit in or what have you. And so as a result of doing my own work for myself, I have been able to really release that and to really step into my own and my womanhood and my identity and my knowing of what I desire to experience, what I desire to be, do and have in this journey called life for myself. And it's a very liberating space to be in because when you are in the rat race, it it leads to burnout. It leads to exhaustion. It leads to frustration. It leads to still not feeling enough. And none of that is any good. It's no bueno. Okay. And to get to this space where I've really, really adopted my old track mantra of my race, my pace, you know, (coughs) excuse me, as a, a former runner and a former track athlete, we were always trained and taught about running our own race. You know, regardless of the competition, regardless who else was on the track or who else was in the field, you run your race. And I've really been taking that mantra back into my life, into entrepreneurship, into my own goals. Like it's not about what the internet is showing. It's not about what this person is doing. It's not about what competitors are doing. It's really about me living in alignment with myself, with my values, with my own goals and desires and and living my life at my own pace because this is my own race and it feels really good to be there you know it it's it's almost like i am claiming my lane in life where i'm saying you know what this is my lane in life and i know where my lane is you know in track you see the lanes where it's it's numbered one two three four and you're assigned a lane i used to run the 400 y'all so you know If I got a lane four, five or six, that was great. Those were like the coveted lanes (laughs) track. And so you, you get assigned lane four and you stay in lane four all the way through the finish line. Like you don't go crossing over to lane three and lane five. You stay your butt in the lane you were assigned. And I feel like this work that I do, this journey that I've been on, it has really led to me understanding my assignment on this planet. And when you understand your assignment, then you stay in your own lane and you really learn how to cultivate and create a life that is meaningful for you, where you are living life on your own terms. You guys, to me, 
This is what personal freedom is. This is what it means to have your personal power. This is what it means to stand on fulfillment as a baseline, like fulfillment is the floor, not the ceiling. And you can only go up from there, whatever up looks like for you. You know, maybe it's more health, maybe it's more wealth, maybe it's more love, maybe it's more success, whatever the more is for you. And to have that as a baseline, you guys, oh my gosh, I feel like I have ascended into a new level like playing the Mario's game back in the day where it's like you have now passed to level three (laughs) where it's like you have now passed to the next level you can now play on this new level and it's just it just feels so good because for a long time I felt like I was really trying to find my place in life You know, I was trying to figure my way. I would see things people were doing. I would see things that people were having. But also I was noticing what I was feeling on the inside, you know, and a lot of things didn't really resonate with me. Certain things did, certain things didn't. And so I found myself for a lot of years on my own journey of trying to figure out my place, like, What is my place in this world? What is my place on this planet? How do I want to live my life? And for me, I have noticed and realized more and more, I am so much more about ease, grace, and flow than the hustle, grind, and bustle. Like, that's just not what I'm here for and it's not what I'm about. I spent so much of my life in struggle and survival mode and to be at a place in my life where I am whole, I am healed, I feel complete, I feel deeply connected to the creator and myself, I know who I am, I know what I want, I no longer feel this incessant urgent need to hustle, grind or bustle my way to what I desire. I now believe in alignment. I believe in divine flow. I believe in surrendering. I believe in grace. I believe in ease. I believe in relaxing and resting. And and I also do believe you got to put in the work. But I think it's a different type of work in this space that I'm in. The work that I find myself doing as it relates to the work I believe I've been called to do on this planet with the coaching work that I do is more heart work than hard work. And I can only do my own heart work for the people I've been called to serve when I'm doing my heart work for myself. And that is my hard work. Because it does take work to live in alignment. It takes work to be at peace. It takes work to have fulfillment. It takes work to be confident. It takes work to do your trauma work and to heal from different wounds and to regulate yourself emotionally and to reprogram yourself from programs and conditionings and patterns that were not in alignment with your divine authentic self and that is the work (laughs) that I believe I've been called to do while I'm here on this planet and that as I go deeper in my own work and I've lived from those truths then that's the work I end up sharing with the world and so it's a beautiful place to be in you guys to have a new level of understanding of what it means to live life on your own terms 
you really do get to define what life looks like for you. It's so easy to be influenced by external factors, the internet, the media, our peers, our colleagues, our neighbors, and what have you. However, I have found so much solace, so much peace, so much fulfillment by tapping within and asking myself, who am I and what do I want? And then leading from that space. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be in. To be in a place in my life where I no longer care about what other people think. I don't care about what other people have to say. All I really care about is my fulfillment, my well-being, my happiness, my peace, my sanity. (laughs) You know, my purpose, my calling and those I care about and just living my life from a place of alignment. It's interesting because in my work, I often lead my clients to create a sacred space for themselves and to create a sacred practice for themselves so that they're creating sacred lives for themselves, you know? And after being sick, and you probably can hear it in my voice, I'm still a little nasally. I still have a little bit of something, something going on with my voice. It's all good though. But after being sick and kind of settling back in after recovering and things like that, I've noticed that my own sacred practices have been subtly shifting. You know, some things that I used to do, I kind of don't feel obligated, if you will, to do those things. And some practices that I used to have, I feel like have evolved into tools that I now know I have access to when I need them, but that I don't have to do them daily. And so it's just an interesting space I'm personally in as I am redefining some things for myself in my own life and all the way down to what do my sacred practices look like, you know, and the evolution I've noticed with myself and my sacred practices is that I have developed such a deep, deep connection with myself and with the creator where I've learned how to tap within to see what do I need for the moment and even for the day and leading from that space. And it's so interesting because for a long, long time, my sacred practices were more of like a routine, if you will, where I had certain things and tools and things like that, that I would do on a daily basis to help me to connect with God and myself and to help me create some level of connection to regulate if I needed to. But you guys, when I tell you this space I'm in, I have never been so regulated as I am right now. (coughs) Excuse me. The level of groundedness that I feel it's it's incredible because it's it's this high level of peace very high level of peace a high level of groundedness centeredness where 
I find myself engaging in my sacred practices from a place of I desire to do this rather than I need to do this. And for me, the difference is for a long time, I was doing my sacred practices from a place of need because I did need to do things. I needed to use my tools, all the various tools that I have to shift my mindset and to regulate myself and to heal and to learn how to love myself or to learn how to connect with God on a deeper level. I, I needed all these tools because I had to develop those levels of, res- of awarenesses and presence and connection and things like that. However, I find myself now in this space of asking, well, what do I desire? How do I want to experience movement today? Or how do I want to connect with the creator today? Or how do I want to connect with myself today? Or, you know, and it's just such a beautiful place to be in you guys, because I feel like I've built this abundant toolbox to draw from. I have so many tools to draw from now where I feel like my source of supply is unlimited. If I need to emotionally regulate, if I need to reframe my thinking, if I need to connect, if I need to do this, that, or if I have such a, an abundant supply of tools to pull from. I feel so fully supported. And so it's no wonder I'm in this space where I feel like I get to live life on my own terms. It's no wonder I feel like I'm in this space where being fulfilled and having a fulfilling life is the floor. It's my baseline. It's what I stand on. It's no, it's no longer something I'm achieving or going after. It's, 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 it's who I am. It's what I stand for. It's what I'm standing on. It's no wonder that I have reintegrated an old running and track mantra of my race, my pace. And I've really been, you know, discovering my own lane in life and, and traveling down it at my own pace and just deciding that I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to enjoy the journey on the way to the next milestone, on the way to the next outcome, on the way to the next result that I don't have to struggle and be in strife and be in survival on the way to anything anymore. It's unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. And for a long time, that was necessary to survive. That was necessary to get by. But as the late Maya Angelou says, when you know better, you do better. I like to add a little caveat to that. When you know better, you do better, and you do better when you know you deserve better. There's something about having this inner knowing that you do deserve it all, that it is your divine birthright to have what your heart desires. And when I talk about having it all and having what your heart desires, I'm not talking about having it all from a place of ego or from a place of materialism or from a place of comparisonitis or trying to keep up with other people. Okay. A lot of times when people talk about having it all or wanting it all, or they hear that message, 
the the message that tends to come through for them are these materialistic images in their mind or these messages of having it all based upon what other people have or what other people are doing. But what I am talking about is on such a totally different level than that. I'm talking about from a place of heart soul alignment from a place of your heart's desires. I believe that God gives us the desires of our heart because God puts the desires in our heart. And I also believe that what we desire in our heart is meant for us to hold it in our hand. And so when it's a true divine desire in your heart, meaning it's not coming from your ego, it's not coming from comparisonitis, meaning you saw somebody else with it and now you want it because you think it's going to make you feel enough or you think it's going to make you more worthy or deserving or you think it's going to make you fit in or belong or whatever narrative or story you've created. But it's coming from a place of pure love, pureness. That's what I'm talking about. When you have that pure desire where it's almost like childlike, like a pure desire in your heart, I believe that we get to have that and we get to have it all in the context of all the desires in your heart from that place of pureness. And so when I have been able to cultivate that knowing for myself on my journey and really developing this deeper belief, understanding and confidence that God really does want to give me the desires of my heart and that what I desire exists for me and that I do get to have it all because it's my divine birthright to have. So it really develops this deeper level of confidence and trust that I don't have to go struggle and be in survival mode and hustle to have it because when I live in alignment, it will be, it will be. So I will have it. And so having this level of knowing, understanding and trust, you guys, I feel has unlocked a level of freedom within myself where I no longer believe I have to go hustle, bustle, grind and do all these things that we've been conditioned to believe we have to do to have because I have experienced on multiple occasions what it gets to be like when we are tapped into our alignment and for me alignment just means that your your mind your heart your spirit your soul you're you're connected and you are taking aligned actions you're living your life in alignment with your true core authentic self it almost feels like things become a bit more effortless it doesn't mean things are always easy but it almost feels effortless. It almost feels like, of course, that was going to happen. Of course, I was going to have this experience. Of course, I'm going to have that. It's almost like a natural thereafter of doing the thing. It no longer feels like this tumultuous hustle grind. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm going to get there. How am I ever going to have this? How is this ever going to be possible? How is this ever going to happen for me? Those worries, fears, and doubts are irrelevant. They just, they start to exist less and less because you start to step into this 
place of deep knowing and trust that I am supported. God has my back and I have my own back. And I know that everything is figure outable. And if I don't know something now, I can figure it out or I can get the support. But there's no reason to stress and there's no reason to struggle. And those, there's no reason to sacrifice the things that mean something to me. It's unnecessary. And so you guys, for me, that is what this season of my life of like living life on my own terms and my own lane is looking like for me. It's, it's looking a lot like fulfillment. And it feels really good and not in a high type of good. You know what I mean? Like when you have had this incredible experience that kind of puts you on a high, you know what I mean? It's almost like this grounded type of good. Like I feel grounded in who I am and whose I am. I feel grounded. I feel certain in everything is always working out for me. You know, there's this scripture and I've shared this many times before about all things are working together for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I have believed this scripture for, oh my gosh, probably most, if not all of my journey. And so one of the first mantras that I really took on with all of me, it was like, everything is working out for me. You know, there have been times I've been in the the, in the midst of some, some deep ish that could have really taken me out of the game and very hurtful, painful experiences, disappointing experiences. And I remember telling myself, this is working out for me. This is going to work out for me. This is going to turn around for my good. And it was in those moments where I feel like my faith was really being cultivated and developed on a deeper level because I could have easily switched over into the victim mentality. I could have easily switched over into woe is me. I could have easily switched over into everything's happening to me rather than this is happening for me. But I didn't, you know, in those moments I was, I was brave and courageous enough to declare that this is going to work out for my good. And it always ended up doing so, even if it took some time, even if there were some growing pains that came with it, even if I didn't understand or know how, that belief has been such a guiding light for me. It has been such a deep grounding support for me to navigate the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, the peaks and valleys, the highs and lows of life that I believe has turned into this pathway that has led me to this place here and now where I'm able to say, I'm living life on my own terms and what that looks like for me. And I don't care what anyone has to say about it. And I don't care what anybody thinks about it. You know, if I decide I want to be an athlete for the rest of my life and I'm always going to do some level of physical training, whether if it's high intensity or moderate or ease or whatever it is, I I decide that if I decide that, you know what, I'm done being vegan, I'm going to be a pescatarian again. Then I decide that, which I already did, (laughs) by the way. I, I have gone back to being a pescatarian, but I, you guys, I still only eat fish maybe like once a month, twice at the most. I'm not a big meat eater. And so for me, eating fish again has been like still, still a very rare occasion, but I didn't make an announcement. I didn't make it a thing. 
I just did it. I made a decision. If I decide that certain relationships are no longer aligned, then, you know, I know I have to have those hard chats. If I decide that I want to go for a new career, I will do that. If I decide I want to continue to do my coaching practice and alongside that, I want to do something else that lights my soul on fire. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do whatever feels good for and to me. And y'all, it just feels good to be here. (laughs) It just feels good to be here because I believe that it's our divine birthright to be here. And so I'm so grateful for my journey, you guys. I'm grateful for life. Life is good. God is good. And I really hope that this episode inspired you to ask yourself some deeper questions about who am I? What do I want? And how can I start living life on my own terms? And what does that look like for me? It does not have to look like what anyone else is doing. Please understand and know that if you desire something that has nothing to do with what anyone else got going on, and as long as you're not hurting and harming anybody in the process, go do your thing. Go do what lights your soul on fire. Go do what makes you feel good. Go do what makes you happy. Go do what brings you peace and joy and bliss and fulfillment. Because this is your life and that is your divine birthright. I don't believe God put us on this planet to constantly experience hurt and pain and worry and fear and doubt 24-7. I just don't believe that. And I believe I'm a testament to that. Out of all the traumas I've experienced and all the painful and hurtful experiences I've had, to land here in this place in my life where I'm like, you know what? Life is good where I'm at and I've made it enough because I'm enough. And I don't need anything more outside of myself to validate my own existence. It feels really, really good to say that. And I really hope that if you're not already at that place, that you find that place within yourself because you deserve to experience that level of contentment. You deserve to experience that. It's a beautiful place to be in. And if you find that experiencing that level of contentment and certainty and confidence within yourself has felt like a struggle and you're just not quite sure how to get to the other side and you would like some guidance, then I would love to see if Coaching together is a great fit. I will put a link in the show notes and you can book a power activator call with me. It's a great time to unlock your own personal power and to up-level your clarity, your confidence, your certainty, so that you are the woman who is creating the life, the love, the legacy of your dreams, the fulfilled way. And it's also a great opportunity to get to know one another a bit better and to see if long-term private coaching is a great fit for us. And so if that's something that sounds interesting to you, then I'll put a link in the show notes. If coaching for now is 
not where you're at, but you would like to stay closer to me and be in community with me, I will also include a link to my free Facebook group called The Empowered Self over on Facebook. And you can join me along with a group of like-minded individuals as we are all on this journey together of creating the life, love, and legacy of our dreams, the fulfilled way in our own personal power in our own lane while living life on our own terms. <laughs> so it has been my pleasure reconnecting with you all. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I've missed you all and it has been a pleasure recording this episode. If there is a topic that you would like for me to cover or you have a question that you would like for me to answer, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can send an email to ca at cassandraaustin.com. That's one S or you can private message me over on Facebook and I would be more than happy to either answer any questions that you may have or to go over any topics that you all would like to hear from me. So with that being said, I will be connecting with you all next time. All right. Take care now. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.cassandraaustin.com.